The Hill podcast is in no way affiliated with Pikeville High School, its administration, or staff, or with Mountaintop Sports. The opinions and views of the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of either Pikeville High School or Mountaintop Sports. Panther fans, howdy, howdy, Hello. and welcome to the Sweet 16 edition of the Hell Podcast, presented by Walters Auto Group and Faith Pharmacy. Gentlemen, we have been waiting for this moment ever since basketball season started. To get a chance to go play Rupp Arena is the dream, if hoops is what you're deciding to do <laughs> yeah. yeah it's the mountaintop and you know at the you know a lot of people no wait a minute doug this is the mountaintop <laughs> uh, but anyway before we get into discussing all of the stuff that's happened i'm jr robinson your host pikeville high school class of 2010 over to the right is my idiot brother and the best trash talker in the mountains mr heath robinson pikeville high school class of 1995. Oh, yeah, and the Faith Pharmacy turd. I forgot about that. And then over here is our Hall of Famer. And, Doug, it is your time to shine. Fantastic metal detecting weather. Fantastic metal detecting weather. He will be back shortly with his metal detector. you just going to bring it on the show one Outstanding. time? Outstanding. Yeah, 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 I'll do that one day. Absolutely. It is Mr. Douglas Powers. I keep Michael. expecting to get that call one day. But <laughs> Guys, I found Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> It is the number six leading scorer in Pikeville High School history, Mr. Douglas Powers, Pikeville High School class of 1997. Yeah, slid down quite a bit there in 20 or so years. And I don't think, I mean, did Nick break your record? I, yeah, I, Nick, I, Nick shattered the field goal percentage. He's shooting 74% from the field. That is unheard of. He's leading the state. I noticed you'd been awful quiet this week on text, Doug. I, I kind of figured out <laughs> Lots why of now. stuff going on. Uh, yeah. Lots of stuff going on for sure. Well, congratulations to Nick. Yeah. That. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to Cousin Nick. Yeah. Does it, make, gear. does it make you feel bad that a Robinson no, beat your record? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I knew whoever's going to break that had to lead the state, and that's exactly yeah, right. He's, he's probably sitting in, like, quiet places at his house. <laughs> like, I don't care who breaks it. That's, that's what they're them, there for. One of them dang Robinsons. <laughs> that's what they're there for. <laughs> they're the plot of my existence. All right, so we got to get some shout-outs in, and I'll go ahead and get my long shout-outs in. Uh, thank you, Dustin Boyd, for our amazing – logo and uh our amazing theme music that uh we could be using we don't know what's gonna happen you yeah, know, yeah, right. here recent here shortly but thank you dustin for all you do for the hell podcast if you are in need if you are an aspiring rapper in the greater 606 area or anywhere else the hip-hop hotbed of united states of america <laughs> or anywhere else and you need something for your youtube video or your highlight video hit dustin boyd up it's uh dustin boyd uh, or dustin underscore boyd i think it is six oh no it's dustin boyd underscore 606 on instagram or just hit him up on facebook and uh he'll get he'll cut you a good deal thank you dustin we love you and also 
Shout out to um, Caitlin Copley, uh, my person over at Studio 23, my haircutist. As uh, <laughs> haircutist, my haircutist. Uh, she does. <laughs> shout out Billy Paul and uh, <laughs> shout out to Zero for that one. Um, but she does a great job over there. What Just the hit her up <laughs> down her at Studio 23. The basketball's moving. Uh, there's ghost in here, but uh, Caitlin, uh, thank you for all you do f- uh, for me, and uh, I'll be hitting you up soon, and y'all need to hit her up too. Uh, and then shout out to our girls' basketball team. I season didn't end the way we wanted it, but successful season, and there's going to be a lot of more successful seasons to come. I, in my yeah. mind, I, yeah, they they you know they learned a lot about themselves. You know, yeah. this year, I mean, an awesome year. Just you know, you win the region for the fourth straight year. You win thirty games. I think they won thirty, right? Ties, yeah, thirty. They went thirty-one and three. Yeah, they uh, tied the record for most consecutive regional championships with four. Yeah, uh, tied Sheldon and, Clark. Those. Great Sheldon Clark teams from back in the yeah. mid to late seventies. So, uh, and Heath, I don't see anybody beating them next year. I well, mean, I know, mean, Lawrence got, County's going to be up there, but I mean, you've got Lawrence County, you've got a few other Floyd other Central. These, these teams, Floyd Central, could be a tough team, but I mean, go we're going to be the favorite. Yeah. I mean, definitely going to be the favorite. Anytime I you know got, it may not apply to here, but you know, Rick Rick Flair said to to be the man, you got to beat the man. Well. There you go. To be the woman, you got to beat the women. Yeah, exactly. And really, I just yeah. think they had two tough games with turnovers. That you know, we turned it over, and we struggled against length. You yeah, know? and that's hard. It's hard to play against six foot tall. You well, know. that was one thing we didn't have. We, yeah. we hadn't had all year with size, and and we played a team uh, in Lawrence County that had some size, but you know, didn't really quite have the athleticism. We played a team that was that had plenty of size and athletic and athleticism in Cooper. Yeah, and you know Cooper wasn't just a that wasn't just a one hit wonder. No, Cooper they went all the way to the final yeah, four. They so. went deep. Uh, I got to read this comment before I let you all go. Weston Robinson, if I have to see another article about Reed Shepard, I think I might puke. Yeah, I yeah. mean, is anyone else even playing in the Sweet 16? If so, I can't tell. Go Panthers. Hey, it's gonna, it's a build-up for a nice game if you're Pikeville. Yeah. All eyes are on him. You're playing with house money, okay? You're playing with house money. You shouldn't be nervous. Yeah. You know, they know that team, and we'll get into it, but – I look for this to be a fantastic ball game. The crazy thing is, we're all going to be rooting for Reed Shepard here in a couple of years. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. By this time next year, we'll, we'll be rooting for big time for Reed well, Shepard, and hopefully yeah. it'll he, be March, and, and Kentucky will be there. And, and hopefully, he's something yeah. like his daddy. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say, man, his, his daddy was one of my heroes. Uh, all right, Bub, shout out. Um, my shout out goes. I got a few individual players here. I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. Uh, but um, Aaron Sloan, yeah, football standout for the Panthers this year, starting defensive end or outside linebacker on the football team, signed with UPAC today to play football. Congratulations! A couple of days ago, a couple, a couple days ago. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then uh, I saw it today. I'll yeah. put it to you that way. Uh, and then Tate Lakin, great baseball standout. Probably not going to be playing this year, I guess. Had some injury problems. Don't know about that. But he yeah. signed with uh, Wabash College uh, today to play baseball. So, congratulations to Tate. And uh, all the kids out there that are that are signing with these schools. And, and even if they don't play sports, you know, if you're getting scholarships to go to school, that's what it's all about, man. It yeah. really is. 
and we love sports. We're sports fans and everything else. But you know, get that degree. And yeah, that's what I tell all these kids. You know, get that degree. That's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Doug. Uh, yeah, I have two. One, the seniors, uh, this year's senior class for the boys and girls basketball teams, just an awesome career. This year's senior class, period. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, I mean you couldn't have eclipsed much more, and you're still going. The yeah. boys are. Well, I mean, I I put that Facebook post on there the other day, and all you people out there, if I miss some sport, I'm sorry, okay? I mean, we've won region or state or national championships and everything from football to underwater basket waving. I'm yeah. sorry if I missed something, but definitely didn't mean any You really stuff. missed some stuff, though. Also, I, this, I, this has got to be one of the most dominant runs yeah, in the history yeah. of the state in a school year. Yeah, especially it's, for I – mean, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. a one A school, two A school, it don't matter. I mean this is this is just pure dominance. This yeah. is great for a six A school oh. with ten thousand kids in it. Yeah. I mean it's also I wanted to give a shout out because we had a couple Pike Central fans infiltrate the podcast. Yep. Darby Power's one of them. But I, honestly, I would like to give a shout out to that team and their staff. That was an excellent example of sportsmanship in that uh regional championship game. Just it was good, man. They were playing hard. They were helping each other up. It could have gone a completely uh, it, opposite It was healthy. Game. It was good. Yeah. You know, good, hard playing. competition. Yeah, it was good, hard playing. Yeah. And, you know, you had the two student sections in that regional championship yeah. game. Uh, they were going at each other and things. But, I mean, it, there wasn't anything like toxic yeah. anymore. And, and you know what? That's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. The student sections should be going after each other and other teams. But, you know, out on the floor and, and parents and – Coaching stats, that's what a real good game looks like. I, I got one more before we get started. Uh, to Also to Emma Ratliff, 109 games won in her career at Pike. That's crazy. All-time winning is basketball player at Pike. Has to be. Has to be. One, re, uh, one region all four years. Um, you just can't say much yeah. more than that. I mean, just shout out to Emma. You had an awesome career. Good luck to whatever you decide to do next. Uh, I'm going to miss Shane at all the ball games and your mom, Melissa. So Melissa's hilarious. Yeah, Melissa's awesome. I, I, I really don't think – I think they're going to still be there. I think I, they I will. Really, I really think they're going and to be I, there. And hopefully she won't have any more heart attacks. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it was bad. I thought she was going to stroke out in that regional championship game, and she wasn't the only one. But if you guys never come again – well, I'm going to miss you a whole lot. And it was awesome. It was awesome seeing her play for four years. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right. Now down to business, gentlemen. All right, so we'll start with the bad news first. So it's no longer girls' basketball season at Pikeville. Yeah. The girls fail to the Cooper. I don't even know their mascot, and I really don't care. Uh, the Coop, just the Cooper. The Coopers. Yeah, the Coopers um, fail to them, fifty-nine to thirty-nine. A lot closer than the score led on. I mean, Christy Orham even said it, you know. I think it was a four-point game at half. I when think. she called a timeout in the third quarter, and it was uh, – I think there was three or four minutes left, and they were down five, and then it just got away from them. And she pointed out – let me tell you something. When you've got one girl that's six foot one, six foot two, yeah. it's hard to do anything. Yeah. But when you've got four to five all, girls they they were that are ten, six, six foot, foot six yeah. foot one, six foot two, and long and athletic, I think five eight was the shortest yeah. girl they had. It yeah. showed me how powerful a team, can, a girls team, can be if you have somebody five ten, six foot that can move. Yeah, it's like, quick and real athletic on out on the Garden of Point. 
or out yeah. front. It, it stymies everything. It just it's tough. They pressed us. They all run game jump. Long. They pressed. Yes. They did everything. They came out and they were ready to go. And but our girls fought. Mm-hmm. They fought to stay in the game. It was a lot. Like I said, it's a lot closer than what the score indicates. Uh, just wasn't our night. I think a lot of it was. I mean, I think they shot like twenty-eight free throws or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. That is, an, an, I'm in no means blaming it on that because honestly, they destroyed us on the boards and in other ways. But the free throw disparity, second year in a row, man. The last year was terrible, and this year it, it it was something like that. I thought it was four or five, but it, at one point it was twenty-four to zero. Yeah, I mean, twenty six to two is the final tally. Was there calls in this game that I disagreed yeah. with? Absolutely, yeah. but this game, you know, it just wasn't our yeah, night. We we couldn't get a rebound over those girls. I remember one possession that they got five offensive rebounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just you just bet was, a good. Team. I mean, sometimes you just run into somebody that's better than you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and that's really. I mean, you can throw that. Yeah. The twenty-six to two uh, free throw disparity would have made it a probably eight to ten point game instead of a twenty point game. Yeah, had that been a little bit more uh, even, uh, or you know, you know what I'm saying. But sometimes you just run into somebody that's got what you don't have. Yeah, yeah. Okay? and and that doesn't mean this girl. This yeah. girl was a team was a great team. You know, and we're all proud of them. But sometimes you just run into, you know. Sometimes you just run into a bigger fish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, we didn't shoot a lot. We didn't take it to the basket a lot. Yeah. We settled for jump shots, and that's probably why we didn't have a lot of fouls called. Right. Is there wasn't a lot of, you know, finishing at the rim, or, you know, you, you didn't see Trinity take it all the way to the hole, you know? And, I mean, you got tall players down there. It makes sense. But, I mean, just a great uh, defensive team. Well, Doug, I mean, when you're a smaller team, mm-hmm. you were saying, you know, there's got to be certain things you have to do in order to beat a team with yeah, one. you got to block. Well, like, for instance, they called one block out, I remember. Uh, I mean, one over the back call. And if you're shorter than the other team, you can't just jump with them and try and out-jump yeah. them. Uh, but if you have positioning and block out, they will call over the back on those on those girls. Maybe not just, every one of them, but they will call yeah, it. We yeah. just didn't block out well, and, um, you know, we got turned over. Yes, yeah. so, sometimes sometimes uh, just plain and simple physics is yeah. your uh, yeah. enemy. The thing is, is I think one key thing that I know Trinity Rowe and Kiara Thornsberry mm-hmm. and all these other girls are going to be you know looking to fix next year is the turnovers. Yeah, and I'm not blaming that on those girls, but I mean you got to call it like it is. You yeah. know the stats are there, and we did have 17 turnovers. And the thing is, Trinity, Kiara, all these other girls. Uh, you know, Leanne, Riley, they've got two more years to get yeah. this thing yeah, done. Yeah, I, I mean, you come in and you, you, you make the John Calipari thing and say they're sophomores, you know, yeah. instead of they're freshmen. Mm-hmm. You know, they're sophomores. I mean, yeah, you're definitely going to miss Emma Ratliff's presence. You're going to miss Callie, uh, Ford Callie Hall's presence. You're definitely going to miss that, and they're going to need that. And that, the team next year does not have any seniors on. Yeah, and you've got to find that. You've got to find those two. Like Emma, her defensive intensity is almost unmatched. Yeah, and uh, her ability to shoot from the outside. So, yeah. uh, you know, you're going to have to find that. Now, you've got Kristen Whited that kind of uh, took a role coming off the bench mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Uh, so, she's coming back. Had an amazing freshman season and, and – 
so I think she'll bounce back next year and should be there to you know to fill in that gap. Yeah. Uh, you got Leanne Jackson that can uh, you know kind of step in that role and start you just keep Kylie. seeing her getting better. Yeah. And you also got some middle school aged girls that are going to be accelerating pretty quick. Yeah. Towards that varsity team. Don't know if it'll be next year, but it'll be soon. Yeah, you got Nicole Wynn. You've got uh, uh, the Rogers girl, uh, Roy and Jim. Ava Rogers. Ava, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you've got several that can play. Cat Walters. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You got a bunch. You've got a, a lot. you got of... several that can play. So, I, I, you know, the future's definitely bright. The, yeah. You know, this is not – I don't think this is the end of the run. This is no. not the end of the, the hashtag Orem dynasty. No, and I guarantee is. she will – because I know what I'd do. I'd, I'd look at my schedule next year and go find four or five long athletic teams. And go play them in Louisville or Western Kentucky because that's where you're going to have well, to go. Well, I mean, that's what she did yeah, do that yeah. at the first part of the year. But we hadn't, you know, when you get into region play, yeah. you know, there's not a whole lot of girls with length. It's yeah. mostly around here. It's you know, a lot of girls that like to beat and bang mm-hmm. down low and all that other stuff. You know, when you go play that length, it's a whole different story. And then when you play length that's got speed, it just blows your mind. And uh, I think that uh, we've got work to do. And I think that humbles them, and I think that they will get right back at it oh, next year. you got to oh, think it puts They're definitely going to be working towards yeah. it. You know, this group is hungry. And so I, I think that, that you're going to see, a, a, you know, Coach Orm and these kids in the offseason do what they've always been doing, and that's, you know, continuing to work and get better. you got to think then, it puts a chip on their shoulder, too. And yeah. now you give Coach Orm a whole offseason to figure out how she's going to play with uh, Trinity and Kiara yeah, in the backcourt. I, I, I was going to say that too. It gives Kiara an entire offseason to get more acclimated to this offense a little bit. Yeah. Because I think she was still trying to kind of find her way in it. And it, I knew it was going to be an adjustment for her. So, you know, that that gives her a whole offseason to get more comfortable in that and let Coach Orr make some adjustments to help her out. So, yeah. you know, you, the future's definitely bright with this bunch. I want to say this to the girls before we go on a commercial break here. Um, yes. The season didn't go the way uh, that you wanted, but your future is still bright. And had an awesome season. And really. you had an amazing run. Final four. Three. Yeah, final four in the All-A. Uh, you know, region champs in all District champions, region champions, uh, and everything else. The thing is, this down, has got to make down you that tournament down there in Florida and killed everybody. Yeah, won that tournament, yeah, won the Assumption one. tournament down yeah. there. The thing is what – They you, assumed wrong. <laughs> the thing is, girls – let this fuel you. Let this hunger you. Let the let the doubters keep talking about you because they're all over bluegrass rivals. Where? Yeah, uh, you know that oh, site, the toxic minefield. Yeah, yeah. they're all over bluegrass rivals. Let that fuel you. You know, be Kobe Bryant, be Michael Jordan. Let the haters fuel you, and I guarantee next year that you're going to be just fine. I promise you. So we here at the Hell Podcast still believe in you, girls. And tune in next week because we're going to have Coach Orem and, and some of the girls on, uh, you know, and have kind of a, a season uh, wrap-up show with them, hopefully. And uh, was going to do it today and uh, um, was going to do it this evening, and, and Kylie Hall's uncle passed away. So our thoughts and prayers go out to Absolutely. her and her family. And, Kylie, we love you and and, uh, and all your family. And uh, you're a, yeah, we, we was very happy to see you play for the two years you were down here and, you know, and – uh, just prayers for your family, man, because a loss is a loss. Yep. You know? yep. All right, we got to go to break real quick. When we get back, 
it's time to get to uh, the boys. Yeah. And boy, howdy, I'm pumped up for this oh, one. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. All right, we'll be fun. right back with more Hell Podcast. Stay tuned. Hey, folks, this is Heath Robinson from the Hell Podcast telling you about our good friends and our presenting sponsor of the Hell Podcast, Faith Pharmacy. Stop by and see Christy and the gang soon and let them show you why you got to have faith. Call 509-6337, that's 509-MEDS, free delivery in and around the Pikeville area. Tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. This is JR from the Hell Podcast. The grass really is greener here at First Guard Fence, and it's because we understand the value of fostering a unique company culture that puts customers first. Check us out at firstguardfencecompany.com. To call today at 606-205-3828 and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hey guys, this is Doug Powers from the Hell Podcast. Check out our presenting sponsor, Walters Automotive Group, for great deals on your next car. When others won't, Walters will. Visit walterswill.com and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. The next time you're in dire straits for a dry cleaning service that gives you more bang for your buck... All you need to do is trust the fabulous dry cleaners at Shirtless Sanitary Cleaners. Stop by and check us out today at 136 Central Avenue in Pikeville and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hey, y'all. This is Heath Robinson from the Hell Podcast. Are your tire treads getting a little thin on your car or truck? Call my good friend Jeff Coleman and his wife Melanie at City Tire and Auto for a great selection of tires for any vehicle. That's 606-437-3005, and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. All right, and we're back. Please excuse my idiot brother. He had to go use the restroom or something. I don't know where he went. <laughs> but anyway, man, Doug, was it a good time down there at the Expo Center oh, yeah. last Monday? Yeah, that was a that was a you know good rivalry matchup. You know, in the championship game. Uh, glad to see Pike Central back in the championship game. Yeah, you know I always I like it when there's a, when Pike Central puts has a good squad because it's such a good rivalry between like Pike Central and Pikeville and Shelby Valley and Pike Central and Pikeville. So you know it's, it always makes it funner when Pike Central uh, you know puts a good team together. I mean it's great we won, but you know uh, it was good and and it was a it was a great electric game. atmosphere. Yeah, great well. great atmosphere. Yeah, great, great game. Just it's what you want to see in a regional championship for sure. All right, I'm going to attempt to give you everything that I saw in this game, what everybody, you know, what you need to know. Uh, from the opening gun, Pikeville set the tone. Yeah. They came out and executed. Ken Warwick's pretty much executed the offense to perfection. And on the defensive side of the ball, oh, look, look who's back. Hey, yeah. Hey, all right. Uh, but uh, Ken Warwick's. Executed perfectly, and then Lathan Hall, the yeah. job that he did on a guy who was averaging twenty three to twenty four yeah. points a game, their leading scorer, the heart and soul of Pike Central's team, and Josh Detoit, the job he did on him, yeah. cannot the words can't describe. Well, let's yeah. go back a game before that. He played the leading scorer in the fifteenth region in Brady Dangus for Martin County. Yeah, he got him thirteen points. He had, he didn't hit double figures until late in the fourth quarter. Yes, so. Held him to thirteen. Held uh, Detroit Rock City to five, or yeah, was it nine, five points? Yes. Yeah. So that's eighteen points against two of the top scorers in the region. So they're averaging nine points a game, a game against him, not even double figures. 
Hey, guys, let's get in the uh, comments here. I forgot to say that. Uh, like this, share this, and come on, give us some comments. Uh, Ronald Kidd says, hello, guys. What's, What's going up? on, Ronald? Ronnie, What do you, you think is going to happen down there in the Sweet 16? We going to beat Reed Shepard? Okay. So, anyway, as this game went on, let me tell you, it just kept – they made a little bit of a run. They did. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they made a little bit of a run there, but then it, well, in the last three or four games, you know, Pikeville jumps out on these teams. Yeah, just, you know, loves to shoot the three. You know, amps up the defense, and sometimes you know gets up fifteen to twenty points. And you know, sometimes when you keep shooting threes, you're yeah. going to get cold a little bit, and then that's what kind of happened to us. Pike Central was able to cut it to six. Yeah, and then when they did that, we just jumped right back on yeah. them. Key and Warks hit a three. Then we went right back down and got a layup. Lathan's defense never stopped. Never one Never relented. And scoring-wise, look, you had Riley Sammons, 22. Key Morris, 12. Lathan Hall, 11. Nick Robinson, 8. Heath Gerald, 7. Tate Walters, 3. And, I mean, look, and, and really rebounding was by committee. Uh, you know, uh, free throws we shot 81%. That's what you want to see. They're shooting the ball better, it seems like, and that's what it's going to take this first game of the Sweet 16. It, it, it builds up for a fascinating game yeah. because you have a top four scoring offense in North Laurel. I mean, they average putting up 78 points a game. Yeah. Going against – I don't. nobody's even scored 70 against Pottwell this year. So it's it's like the the thing that can't be stopped hitting the thing that can't be moved. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and then here's the thing. In the second half of the Pike Central game, what I was getting ready to get into, we just – it's like we just had a different mode. Yeah, we, we went to a different place. Man. Yes, we really did. <laughs> Riley Sammons especially. He came out and hit three straight yeah, threes. Riley was out of his skull that whole game. We went into halftime with a 12-point lead and came back. And when we came out, I think it was like just like that. And a snap of finger, it was 25. Yeah. Because these boys, we got all the way up to thirty before Elijah started putting these up, putting the you know younger kids in. The uh, and and yeah, that's the thing. I love the fact that you've got a Pikeville team, and you can look at North Laurel's record and Pikeville's, right? Yeah, they haven't played anyone. The, the, neither team. We don't have one team on the schedule that's that, that common opponent. Yeah. yeah, common opponent. But uh, I like our team when we play somebody a one-off. Yeah. Uh, there, that speed and quickness, and the de- and the defensive intensity is very hard to gauge from a video. Yeah, from, you know, from yeah, t- television doesn't really do it justice. No. And and that's going to be something to see. So, but I want to give a congratulations to Pike Central. Mm-hmm. They did a heck of a job in that tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, beating Eastridge, a senior led team in Eastridge in the first round, and then upsetting a senior led yeah. team in Betsy Lane. Which shocked me. Yeah, which shocked I, I really, everybody. Really, and where they just went off to get to the championship game, and this was a team that everybody wrote off after they started out zero and four. Can't overlook anybody. Yeah, they, you, got, you guys can be nicey nicey all you want to. Heck with them. <laughs> we we beat you to death. We <laughs> rubbed you face in the dirt and made you like it. Well, but, you didn't let me finish. Yeah, but I was going. I was. <laughs> I'm going to be nice. But let me tell you something. The Pike Central pep. Group or whatever on TikTok is relentless, and they, yeah. you know, all they're doing is putting pictures of Reed Shepard on yeah. there. I was like, you know, which I hate. Okay, that. I hate. I'm sorry, but I hate that. To me, that is like the worst insult you can give both yourself and your team. 
that you're thing. rooting for another team yeah, because we beat you. I mean, did I think it was funny that Cincinnati got beat in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew the Bungles would wind up bungling all over themselves like they always do. And I don't like Cincinnati fans. But – I love Cincinnati fans, here's but the I deal. don't like them during football season. I'm not going to – I'm not going to root for another school to beat you just because I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want you to go on and win it out. Yeah. Because it makes us look better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, that's just sad, man. It really is. So, so – this move getting to this North Fall game. Let's go. So Pikeville will play at eight thirty Wednesday. Yeah, against, against North Laurel, and this will be Laurel, Laurel, yeah. an absolute Laurel war. It'll As be, Ronald Kidd, just it said. will be the. Uh, it'll probably be the most tickets sold in that whole first round. There will be more in attendance for this game. Uh, I think right now North Laurel will probably be the fan favorite. Yeah, um, but you know if you beat them. You know, Ruperino will get behind you. Lord. All right, so you're going to hear his name. Everybody's yeah. heard his name for the past week and a half. To give you an idea, just to give you an idea of, of their scoring output, okay, in the regional championship game against Knox Central, yeah, Shepard had 37 <laughs> on a 13 of 25 night. So he's shooting a lot of shots, okay. And he's shooting pretty good. And he's shooting percentage. pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, I mean, 37. The next leading scorer, Ryan Davidson, had 13. Chase Dotson five, eight. Sorry, Brody Brock eight. Chase Dotson five. Clay Sizemore four. So I mean, I don't think that one guy can is going to be able to do it. They're going to have they're going to have some defensive tr- tricks ready, schemes ready for Mister Shepard. Okay, for Logan Bartram, all I'm saying is uh, the top two class of twenty three class players is from North Laurel by rankings. After the game Wednesday, those rankings will change. 15 is going to show out. Cannot wait to get there. Hell, Pikeville. Listen. Got to have a good game. I, here's my keys to the Lo- game. Logan, Logan's the man, dude. He's my buddy. That Logan's awesome. Yeah, we, we talk to each other on Twitter all the time. Uh, listen, here's the thing. Lathan Hall, the two keys to the game. Lathan Hall and I think Nick Robinson. Yeah. Lathan has got to play the best defensive game he's ever played. He hasn't got to shut him down to under, you know, 30 or under, you know, keep him to five points or whatever, which we would love. Well, if you could just keep him at a pace of, you know, not ridiculous. Like, you can't let him have 20 in the first half. Yeah, you – if he can get under his skin like he did against Detroit, (laughs) like he did against Brady Dinkus, like he did against Cody Maynard in the first half, if he can do that – then we've got a shot. And another thing, too, is I don't think that North Laurel has seen the speed of yeah. Key and Warwick's. Yeah. Keep in mind, they played last year. And and North Laurel won it running away. But yeah. we had injuries. Warwick's wasn't there. This is a much different – throw that score out the window. Oh, man. It's I, a completely different This thing. is a completely Key different and, yeah. team. Key and Warwick's makes this a completely different basketball yeah. team from a year ago. And it has nothing to do with scoring or anything. It just changed everything. Yeah, I mean, it, we're all A-state champions. We're thirty some and two. We've only lost two games all year, and one of them, one of them was to Paintsville on a ridiculous night where they shot like sixty some percent from three, and another one was against Bowling Green, who at the time was the number four team in the state. Mm-hmm. That's the only two teams we've lost to, yeah. and we're still the underdog. Yeah, and in this it, game. And here's what really impressed me about the LA. There's what three, four teams. Yeah. from the LA tournament. Mert, Lyon County. Yeah, Lyon, us, uh, Michael. And Murray. Murray. Okay, so that's three teams from the All-A tournament. 
They're in the Sweet 16. They're in the Sweet 16. So, it wasn't know, that weak of a field. Uh, no, it absolutely was not. And, and another team gave Ashland the best game I've seen them since Russell, really, yeah. when they got healthy. And Bath County, uh, they gave uh, Ashland everything they wanted to. Shout, they could have shout been. out to Bart Williams. Yeah. Shout out to him for you know doing that. Yeah, that but, was a good game. But I, let me tell you something: if you think Pikeville has no chance in this game, crazy. you are dead wrong. Yeah, this is the best defensive team that the Mountains has seen in a very long time since it's, those 2010 Shelby Valley Wildcats. Yeah, yeah. And well, you know that team's great, but yeah. this team is no slouch. Let's boys. just, and we're going to get into more of this later. But you know, I, I hate to keep bringing this up, but there are plenty of people who are saying Pop was going to lose, not because they actually think it, but because that's what they want to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And there's a big difference, you know. So. Uh, you know, the Pikeville hate, like I go on about, but I think that's a lot of, you know, people want – people. there are people who want Pikeville to go down there and embarrass themselves, which which I don't understand, but, you know, they want Pikeville to go down there and lose. So, I, you know. I'm, I'm just going to say this. I have been watching Pikeville basketball and been keeping up with it for a while. You know, I have never seen a team as dialed in and focused yeah. – as this team is. Yeah. They want this. They're hungry. And they're not done with an All-A State championship. And I think they play good as an underdog. Yes, I think it's a, it's a dangerous thing calling them Kean, an underdog. Going Kean, I mean, you could tell by Ken's interview after the 15th region tournament. Yeah. He was like, listen, this is great. Yeah, he was a little emotional because, you know, I mean, hey, he finally yeah, gets to go. Yeah. But he said, hey, our main mission now is to go down there and not, and not just go down there. We want to make some noise. We want to go down there and win some games. And they've got big tournament game experience now. Yeah. I mean, that all a you're See, playing open to, air back. To me, you know, to get, kind of get back to the pipe we'll a minute, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I hate to keep beating this horse. Favorite but, subject. Well, no, I mean, I think that that's – Best trash talker in the mountain for a reason. There you go. I think that, that that helps us more than it hurts us. Yeah. You know, I think that's what people in the county don't understand or people that don't like us don't understand is that helps us more than it hurts us because – us as a community, okay, and and our boys as as sports teams in whatever sport, they understand, realize, and know that they're all they got, man. You know, we're in this foxhole together. Yeah, and it's nobody but us. Yeah, and I think that that helps us in hostile environments. I think it helps us go down to uh, you know a place like Rupp Arena, and it helps us kind of rely on each other a little bit more as opposed to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, normal teenage kids who would get more selfish in situations like that, I think it's going to help us. The well, thing is, you have a coach that's won the Sweet 16. Uh-huh. You have another coach in Greg Newsom who's a part of all those teams and also at Virgie uh-huh. won a bunch of middle school state championships. Uh, so you have a lot of championship experience. They know how to get down there and do this. Yeah. And Elijah was brought up by Jason Boer, who's also an excellent coach. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, a lot, uh, a lot, of, a buddy of mine who played on that team said that Coach Boer looked at him and said, "If you can make it to Saturday morning, anything can happen." Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> Logan Bartram said a former coach in the 15th region gave him 
uh, gave him Pikeville and 25 points. That's crazy. That's, uh, hey, Logan, that's probably yeah. a reason why the guy's a former look, coach in the 15th grade. When you look at their, their year this year, this is a beatable team, man. Yeah. Listen, they've lost twice to, to uh, Lexington Catholic. They've lost to Greenwood. Uh They've lost to George Rogers Clark. That's a great team. They've lost to Ballard. Uh, can somebody uh, tell me where the heck Greenwood is? I keep hearing it's out in Western Kentucky. Yeah, it's, it's, I had never heard. It's of in the Kentucky. same district as Bowling Green. Yeah, look, you know, is it, is it a new school or something? Is it a, no? It's, I'm a, not, it's been there a long time. Now. But they're about as good as Bowling Green. Bowling okay. Green had to play them all year. Uh, I think twice. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is a win. This is a beatable North Laurel team. All right, Corey Miller, Lathan Hall will shut down Detroit. He'll shut down Shepard, too. If he shuts down Reed Shepard. If he shuts down Reed Shepard, uh, Lathan Hall might be going. The best defensive player to ever play in the 15th reach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll argue that with everybody. I love being the underdog. Don't let them see us coming from Ronald Kidd. I love being the underdog, too. Yeah, don't let them see us coming. Uh, Tate Waters is going to be in the passing lanes and show out and rup, watch and see. Uh, and uh, that's from Logan Bartram. If Tate, Tate Waters is kind of like that guy that they're not paying attention yeah, yeah, to. Yeah. If they're going to leave him open like everybody else He'll has, shoot. and he, he shoots a three well. He could definitely score 10 to 20 points. Yeah, exactly. Dunk. Yeah. Uh, dunk. I wonder how many kids have got like, his poster on the wall. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, let them look to the next game. I'd buy one. Hey, let, 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 that's what we need to do, get, get Shad on here. Yeah. We need to start selling Tate Waters dunk posters. And we get like a. a I think we of the pretty proceeds. much have won every single game when Tate gets a dunk. So that's yeah. our goal. Yeah. We have to let Tate get a dunk down at Rupp, and we win. Yeah, if Tate dunks one at Rupp, I think we're winning. Uh, Ladonna Justice, I think it fuels them more than people realize. Oh, I know it does. I mean, duck. Yeah. yeah. All three of us here yeah. uh, have played football or played some type of sport at Pikeville. Uh, all, two of us come from Mountain County. Did that or did that not fuel us? Yeah, it did that or did that does. not? I played in what we call the dark ages, and you know, <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Everybody, when you're winning, they can't stop talking about how yeah. you're cheating or you're doing whatever to, to win. Yeah. When you're losing, they still think about you, and they're trying to add on. It's like, ha ha, you guys yeah, yeah. suck. There are people out in this county right now that think more about Pikeville than some, most Pikeville fans do. Exactly. You know, they're waking up out of bed in the mornings and like their shanties or wherever it is they're sleeping at, and you know they're waking up like, what's Pikeville well, doing now? Here's a good what thing. are they doing okay. now? I always thought it, it made teams better because as a young kid, you you start figuring that out, and you realize you're in a foxhole, yeah. and really it's you got your team mates, and that's it. You know, everybody else wants to see you lose. I remember when I uh, first transferred here, a bunch of guys from here told me, was like, listen, you are going to see people hate you for absolutely yeah. no reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, people that used to talk to you and be your friend, when you put on that maroon, they're going to hate your guts. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's people up there at Virgie to this day that won't talk to me because I transferred to Pikeville <laughs> 30 years ago. And those haters, if we somehow find a way to pull out this game, yeah. their head will explode. Yeah. I'm telling you. You will hear so many people I, yeah. blame that they'll say the refs cheated. They'll say oh, that we yeah. paid them off. It's I mean, it bad. will go crazy. Well, I'm just saying, if you're looking for verification from your enemies, you're not going to get any. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for any type of affirmation, you know, it, it, the the when I would be most worried, yeah, is when people from around here say, you know what, I got to give it to them. They they're they're good. Yeah. 
you know, heck with that, man. I wouldn't know what to do. I'm a little confused by your tactics here. All right. So when we get back, we're going to talk more about this and some other Sweet 16 games that maybe is going to, you know, pertain to us if we can get by this first round. We're not looking ahead. Nope. We're just going to talk about it. All right. So we'll be right back with more Hell Podcast. Hey, this is Doug from the Hell Podcast. Fall into savings when you shop Tim Short Superstore on Cassidy Boulevard. Take the short drive to satisfaction and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. From all the crew here at the Hell Podcast, we want to thank Brown Glass for being a supporter of Pikeville Athletics. Hey folks, this is Heath Robinson from the Hell Podcast telling you about our good friends and our presenting sponsor of the Hell Podcast, Faith Pharmacy. Stop by and see Christy and the gang soon and let them show you why you got to have faith. Call 509-6337, that's 509-MEDS, free delivery in and around the Pikeville area. Tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Superior House Cleaning is your local one-woman cleaning business located in the Pikeville area. They do it all from house cleaning inside and out. They make sure you'll never have to worry about coming home to a dirty house again and will do everything to keep your house spotless. When you get tired from being too busy from working all day or dealing with the kids 24-7, you need to find some help. So call Superior House Cleaning today, 606-422-9512. That's 606-422-9512. They do it all. Superior House Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Doug Powers from the Hell Podcast. Check out our presenting sponsor, Walters Automotive Group, for great deals on your next car. When others won't, Walters will. Visit walterswill.com and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. This is JR from the Hell Podcast. The grass really is greener here at First Guard Fence, and it's because we understand the value of fostering a unique company culture that puts customers first. Check us out at firstguardfencecompany.com to call today at 606-205-3828 and tell them the Hill Podcast sent you. All right, and we're back. And Bub's gone to the bathroom again. He had, uh, apparently he's (laughs) drunk too much Doc Dr. Pepper. But anyway, let's go into a little bit about what we have to do to beat this team. Now, we know about Reed Shepard. Now, we watched them last year, and, yes, they put a beat down on us. At North Laurel. At North Laurel. Thing is, I want to say, when you've got a player like Kim Works that comes in here, he speeds the pace of the game up. Yeah. He can get easy buckets. Completely different game. Yeah, he can get you some transition buckets that you didn't get last year. And now Latham is in his, what me and you talked about all the time, his normal spot, that two-guard spot where he doesn't oh, yeah. have to take yeah. all of the ball-handling responsibility and point guard, point yeah. guard duties. No, because you've got the kid that we finally found a nickname for him, that, and he earned it. What? Uh, uh, Kim Works. What? The general. The general. <laughs> Go it, to the it general. Just, it changed the time. whole pace of an offense and defense. It changed what we even looked for on offense and defense. Just It, it really did. It, it made every – Every team member on that team better. It really and did. It's just that point guard position is really hard. There's not too many true point guards. You know, it's rare when you get one come around. And the thing is, is that when you saw North Laurel, now I'm not saying that North Laurel can't come out and do exactly what they did to us last year because, man, if we don't get in their face, these guys will light it up the oh, yeah. three-point yeah. line. It's not yeah. just Reed last North year. North Laurel's a good basketball team. From you got to go over screens. Not, yeah. you know, the they had stuff. to knock off a very good Knox County team. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. Knox K and O X. Who has them. owned them? Yeah, yeah. they had to knock them off to get to get two up. So it, it's not a uh, it's not going to be a cakewalk for anybody. No, it's and not. When you've got one of the best players, not just in Kentucky but in the country, you know that's going to be playing for, for Calipari. Yeah, uh, next year, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's something you've there, got to take serious. There's a lot of people comparing Reed Shepard to Tyler Hero. I see a little bit of it, but I don't know if he's going to be that good. But I mean, here's the thing: he he takes a lot of two point shots. He yes. drives to the basket a lot. Um, but you know, he also has the capability of shooting three. But I mean, that, they're going to have to. Here's another thing we have to do: we have to block out and rebound like crazy yeah. uh, against them. We have to own the boards against them and no second shots. I got, I got to get to our comments for a minute. Uh, this is Roy and Rita Holton Rogers. Uh, that is uh, Roy's uh, – uh, Roy Rogers – Alex Rogers' was grandparent. Yeah. Uh, from Hazel Green. Um, said our pipe, our pipe boys are a team. They are focused on a mission. Play and win one game at a time. Our old buddy Charles Reed, man. Charles, where have you been? Yeah, man, we ain't seen you in a while. We've seen you since football season. We, 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 we thought you were in witness protection or something. <laughs> you know, we, we thought he testified again in the mob or something <laughs> down there in Tennessee. We didn't know why. Uh, then you got uh, – um, He said Panthers living rent-free in a county's head. Of course they are. Put your blinders on Pikeville and look straight ahead to North Laurel. Hell, Pikeville. Yes. There I you mean, go. Hey. And then Roy, the Roy and Rita Holton Rogers loves, love, says, love to listen to you guys from Hazel Green, Kentucky. Do you know Roy Rogers is the only person I've ever met from Hazel Green? Yeah. yeah. No lie, dude. Yeah. I'm serious. I, I was thinking about that. <clears throat> you know, I drove – how many of us have drove through yeah. Hazel Green thousands of times going to Lexington? Yeah. Uh, Reed is just a junior, so he still has one more year. True, but I've also heard he might reclassify. I've heard that, too. I've heard that, too. Reed's just a junior? I thought yeah. he was a yeah, senior. Yeah, no, he's a junior. Oh, wow. He might reclassify and go play on that team next year because they're, I mean, they're probably going to look for a shooter. So, right. I mean, we'll see. You never know. But let yeah, me tell you. They got C.J. Frederick coming back next year, so I'd say back. he might wait till the year after. I don't know. Back to this game. What you're going to have to do, in my opinion, is you're going to have to frustrate this kid. You're going to have to, you know, it's just like Matt Barnes. It's a hard one to frustrate, man. Yeah. Matt Barnes said it about Kobe Bryant. He said, I know you were going to get yours, but if you were going to get 30 points, I want you to take 30 shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it's got to take in order for us to win this game. And then the Davidson dude – we could throw bodies at that dude. Yeah. You got Tate Walters. You got uh, you know, Kean Warks can go out there and guard him. Uh listen, the job that Nick Robinson did yeah. on uh Stewart in the region championship game. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. That is underrated. Yeah. The, he blocked Smoking two or three man. of his threes. He I mean did, he did it. he does well against big guys in big games. I mean yeah. in the and in that, the that, that Stewart huge. kid's got if he's if he's gonna be a big guy, he needs to get stronger. Well, he's just a freshman. I understand he's just yeah. a freshman, but I mean, you know. Here's what I want to say to both you guys. And we, I want you both to talk about mm-hmm. it with me here. This is Riley Salmon's game to come out and show the state. It's really all of them. Yeah. But, that, yeah. That that you talk about Reed Shepard. How about talk about me a little bit? Yeah. You know, It'd it, be a it, nice it, game yeah. to have a big night for him. Wouldn't this be a good game yeah. for well, you know, Riley to come out and have that type of game? Yeah, but I just – I hope that Riley doesn't – and, you know, Riley's a, a good kid. He's a mature kid uh, and everything else. So, hopefully this doesn't – but it's easy to fall into that trap when you're, when you're a teenage kid. Yeah. If he doesn't say, well, it's my time to come out here and shine, and then kind of 
go out of what he's been doing all year that's made us successful. As a he's team. pretty good at letting the game so, come to him. Yeah. They all are really. I haven't seen one game where any of them. So I, that's the big selfish. thing is just yeah. to not get impatient. Yeah. Guys, look, let me tell you something here. You know, we talk about Christy Orm and the job she's done here, which is phenomenal. Uh, you know, and everything else, but. Look at Elijah Justice's six yeah. years at this school. Three regional championships, three times all-A region champions, if yeah. I'm correct on that, Doug. Is it three times? Yeah. Three, yeah, yeah. Been to the regional championship game four times, and we were uh, an overtime game away from beating um, – Martin, Martin County, County. Mm-hmm. who had Trey James, who's playing for Rick Patino right now, yeah. and Brady Dingus on that team, yeah. took them down to the wire. The only bad season he had, and that was because everybody on the team was injured, was last year. Yeah, yeah. And last you, year man. was a bad year for everybody. For, and I've said this for five years. When it comes to player development, individual player development, yeah. there's not a better coach in the Kentucky, in Kentucky high school basketball. You want to look at examples? Look at Heath Gerald. Yeah. Okay. Look at that, Alex exactly. Rogers. Yeah. Here. Look at Alex yeah. Rogers. Look at uh, uh, Charlie Fitzer. Yeah. You know, I know that Charlie hasn't seen a lot of playing time. Wait till next year. But yeah. wait till next year because the kid just keeps yeah. developing. Uh, you know, we're going to have – if you want to be developed, Elijah Justice is going to put yeah. you through the work, and you will get better. Alex, Alex Rogers can start for any team east of Lexington yeah. besides Pikeville. Yeah. I'm telling and, you. And, you know, I, it wouldn't be surprised if this could be one of those games where he's needed. Like against Murray. Is there a better – I'd say again, East of Lexington, is there a better defensive player that comes off the bench than Alex Rodgers? I just – a better defensive yeah, player, a better I mean, rebounder. He can spot up and get you a, a good shot or two. Yeah, and uh, in those tough games, yeah. he seems to always kind of play his best game. And who's a bigger pest than Heath Gerald? I mean, we call him the credit card for a little bit. I mean, we we haven't decided yeah. on that. Also, yeah. this is a game where he could get some some offensive charges, really, because their length and the way they play, he could he could see some charges. Good segue, Doug, because I want to go into this. We all know Reed Shepard's a UK commit. He's playing at Rupp Arena. Yeah, for the first time. Do the referees play a part in this game, gentlemen? You well, of course. Uh, well, there's two mountain schools playing, but, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> now nah, seriously, um, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll tell you what, I've heard um, certain schools complain about it yeah. when they play them, but the refs kind of take it, you know, take care of him. And, and, you know, the fouls are a little easier to get called on you, things like that. Uh, they won't let you get real physical with him. But I, in the Sweet 16, I don't see that happening. That, that, that tournament is notorious for, like, you saw it in the girls, all right? You see it every year in both girls and boys, but saw it again this year, so I don't expect anything to change in the boys. It's like they have a meeting before, and they go, okay, we're going to let them play. Yeah. I mean, you see people – like, Nick Robinson can play an extremely – they can play an extremely physical game with this team. With everyone I – I think with all of them. I don't think – I think the refs are going to let them play – and you, you you better come ready to play big See, boy basketball. That's the thing. What what could be a death knell for us in this game mm-hmm. is those two awful words, and that's foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know, we get in foul trouble early. This could be a long. We day can't for us. have a game like we had against Martin County, where literally the scoreboard quit counting yeah. the fouls in the first half. We need a game like Harlan. <laughs> yeah. The first time we played, where if we shoot well like that. Yeah. You know, if everybody's hitting and we're playing that good defense and rotating fast and playing good team defense, 
Nobody in the state. Would you they can pr- beat anybody. Would you press here, Doug? Would you do the press that we're it, normally? It, you uh, know, personally, I've seen that some stuff work, uh, and and I know Coach Justice throws a lot of stuff out there. You know, he tries to keep these teams guessing. Yeah. But uh, this is one that – this is a, a seasoned team experienced. You're not going to surprise them. But I would definitely mix it up, go, you know, change it up, find mm-hmm. something that's working. If something's not working, get out of it, you know, yeah. and do it fast. But, you know, he does that. He, he knows exactly what he's doing. So, uh, go back you to might see him press. Uh, Houston McAnallen says, so proud of Coach Justice. I got history with him, and he's always been a beast. Also played under Greg Newsom, and he's a beast as well. Go Panthers. Yeah, I remember some really good battles uh, uh, between Houston and Elijah yeah. in junior high basketball. And you know when you play junior high basketball, uh, you want to see my, my <laughs> you want to see uh, you want to be blinded. Look at my brother in a basketball uniform. That's all, that's all I gotta tell you. It's like fire skin and all this stuff. It's just you know like burnt in my retinas. Uh, well, yeah, I had to uh, learn to get out in the sun a little bit more. Yeah. You know, so you know it took me a little while to understand that. But when I did, I got <laughs> I got a little bit of a, a tan there for five minutes. Uh, Ronald Kidd, uh, Pikeville will TCB. That's taking care of business. Taking care of business. That is my one summer movie I'm looking forward to. What? The Elvis movie. Oh. I'm, it's got Tom Hanks in it. It looks so good. I can't. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch it. Uh, Heath is the man. Of course yes, I am. absolutely. And uh, what are you doing, Houston? Hey, Houston, you say it like it's a surprising statement. Everybody already knows this. Okay. Yeah. So, also, a couple of the games and schedule right here. So, Wednesday – March 16th. You've got opening it up, Jefferson, Jefferson Town versus Lincoln County, 11 a.m. That's a Lincoln County could make it to the semifinals and yeah. play GRC because that top, the top two teams. And look, I'm starting from the top of the bracket and going down, okay? Uh, Lincoln County is pretty good. Second game at 1.30 p.m., you've got Muhlenberg County and North Oldham. Both those teams have lost over 10 games. Uh, I think North Oldham's, it's their first time ever being to Sweet 16. Uh Third game at 6 p.m., Perry Central and George Rogers-Clark. A lot of people are going to want, wanting to watch George Rogers-Clark. They're supposed to be kind of the favorite. I mean, they're number one in the state right now. From what I've heard, they're about nine deep. They're ranked. They're good. Well, I mean, Troy Howell yeah. told us. I yeah. mean, they're ranked number 10 in the country yeah. or number 20 or something like that. I wonder if Millenburg County, their, their band plays the John Prine song, Paradise. They, they <laughs> miss a big – yeah. Opportunity if they didn't. And then uh, the last game know, is, of course. Sing it with me. Yeah. Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County? Uh, That's a great song. At uh, 8.30, you got Pikeville and North Laurel. Yeah. That, I mean, that's you're on the you're the marquee game, the nightcap at Rupp Arena on the first day. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, yeah. you, if you're as a player, this is the game you want to play in. And I hated morning games. I, these guys are going to be ready to go. But yeah. uh, then on Thursday – You've got Warren Central versus Mel at 11 a.m. That's going to be a battle. That'll be a battle. Lyon County versus John Harden, 130. Another battle. Remember, Lyon County was in the All A. They've yeah. got a kid. You know, Lyon County is one of the very few schools in the state that doesn't have football still. Really? I didn't they don't know that. play football. I didn't know that. Yeah. Then you have Henry Clay versus Murray. Yeah, Henry Clay coming out of that Lexington region. Uh, yeah. You know, playing good ball right now. Tough to yeah. come out of that region with and Lexington Catholic and yeah. everything else. But that's what I'm saying. PLD Lexington Catholic beat uh, North Laurel this year twice. Yeah, you know? and and they're not they're not even in the state tournament. Yeah, uh, you know, and Henry Clay beat uh, our buddy, the coach at Paul Lawrence Dunbar, Murray Garvin's team out. Uh, and then the last game, and this is going to be a good one too, the marquee game 
on Thursday, Covcath versus Ashland, 8.30 p.m. That's uh, a, that's going to be an absolute Ashland, war. Ashland beat them at Paul Blazer. But as, yeah. as I said, that is one of the hardest gyms to beat Ashland in. And, I mean, it's one of the greatest home court advantages ever. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think Covcath will get some revenge. On that, Ashland is pretty much this simple. Are they hot or are they not? It, it really That's pretty it, much it kind what of it comes is. down to. Because the, you know, I've seen them get beat by Russell, and then I really saw Bath County give them some trouble them inside. Some trouble, man, they um, uh, Bath County's got a heck of a center, yeah, and Bath County center really gave them problems down mm-hmm. low. Uh, you know, Covcast got some size, but I mean, if Ashland gets hot and they get moving, they're so hard to beat. You're gonna see some upsets. I see a lot of good, evenly matched teams. I think mm-hmm. it's just. I think that this is gonna is a really good field. Yeah. And I've seen most I've seen every team on here play besides Muhlenberg and North Fulton. Besides GRC, a lot of people are gonna say male because everybody mm-hmm. thought Ballard was the second best. Whoever team wins in the state. that yeah. male Ballard region is yeah. always gonna be well, they're top three in the state. And they just yeah. get the and they're good. I'm not saying they're not, but you know, whoever it was was gonna get you know, yeah, some guy out. on Twitter was saying that like Louisville's region was all the teams in Louisville's region in the Louisville region was like 25 points better than anybody in the yeah, state. It, Give me man. a break. Um, like, and another thing, too, Troy Howell also came out with his last like season or his uh, mm-hmm. top 25, and he put in bold letters here of the rankings of the teams in the Sweet 16. Pikeville came in at seven. Which I think is about right. Yeah, I mean, it's that, about that's right. not horrible. Yeah, yeah it's right in the middle of the If you're in that top seven, eight, nine, any one of those teams can win a state championship. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. And – the one thing that Pikeville has on their side is depth. Yeah. You've got to have depth to win a state title because in the semis, you play them in Saturday. I mean, you play them in the morning and the finals at night. So, that's, you're playing two games in one day. That's ridiculous. Why, it I mean, is. It shouldn't be that way, but it if is. If you're playing the All-A on Sunday, why can't you play the Sweet 16? Well, you, you'd have to start the boys a day earlier. Yeah. And for some reason, they just never do it. I, I don't know. Okay. But, and I, that's that's debatable. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, I – I was never a fan of playing two games on Saturday because mm-hmm. uh, I think there's a lot of state champions that probably got knocked out of that because they had to play one game and then they had to turn around and play another. It was weird. But um, my thing is, is and I, it's not what I want to happen, but it's kind of what I see, the trends. If you're reading the tea leaves here, if it's me yeah. reading the signs, there are uh-huh, silver yes. lines probably. But, but uh, are we going to go to classes? I don't think so. I don't think ever, they'll ever get it's rid not, of the Sweet I'm not 16. saying it's what you want to happen. I'm saying what it's looking like. Because, to me, I see it going towards classes. Well, it does that every – here's another thing, though. And I could see that. I've followed this my entire life. Right around this time of year, you start hearing that. Like on Twitter, you're seeing yeah. it all over the place. If you follow Nate Bryan or Troy Howe or those guys, it's, it's what they're talking about. We should go to class system or we shouldn't. Look, the one reason that the KHSAA – it's the only state that has a non-governmental body running its high school sports. Yeah. And the only reason that is is because of the Sweet 16. It's the one huge moneymaker for them all year long. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. So I do not see it going to classes, nor should it. Every 10 to 15 years, a Class A team makes a Cinderella run, and it's so worth it. 
Maybe this year. You never know. I mean, Bible could very well do it. You never know. Well, I can also say, well, I mean, they give everybody the All-A region, which I think the All-A region do, and the All-A's tournament, really, does a great job at what they do. And that, that, that's another thing that would stink. If they go to classes, that's pretty much the death of the All-A tournament. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it would, well, I don't know. Where they play it in uh, January, I don't know if you could do it. I don't know how that would work. Well, that's but what I'm yeah. I mean, you're going to have the same matchups if also, they go to classes. they might not go six classes. They might go three. No, that's what know? I'm saying. Yeah. To me, I don't think you go six classes. Yeah. If you do it, I don't want them to do it. No. But if you do it, you go three classes. You yeah. go one and two A schools, school numbers, yeah. school football numbers. And one A. three and four in like division one or three, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Then the second division will be three. Four, but you're never going to. Then the third division will be five. Six. But Listen. you got three teams that were in the All A in the Sweet Sixteen. It's yeah. just not needed. I, I, I know. Like it. I get that, but I just I don't. I want. I kind of see it trending towards that way because I think the well and they, the KHSA would make triple the money. I see, but there's another there's an argument that they wouldn't. Like Illinois had their classes state championship, yeah. and it's far less attendance, and uh, it's just not as big a deal. And Indiana did this. About ten or fifteen years yeah. ago, they were us and Indiana had the same state tournament, yeah. one champion, and they went to classes and they've regretted it ever since. Well, the thing is, is that the KHSAA would be losing money because in the Sweet Sixteen, you've got eight games that people mm-hmm. can buy tickets to, two fan base, sixteen fan bases mm-hmm. coming in there to watch in the first round, and then it's the second round. Yeah, you couldn't play them all at Rupp. Yeah, no four, way. and then it goes to two. And I mean, say yeah. that's another reason why I would hate it because you know. The one two, the one a two a class yeah. would get shafted and yeah. wind up and have to play eight thirty in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> would wind up either at Eastern or, or at Memorial Coliseum, or you know that would be cool. But you know it's something like that or Moorhead State or something. I mean, it, it wouldn't be all th- all three classes. I'd say probably wouldn't play. It right. Yeah, because you'd have to do girls the same way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, is I think it gives, you know, the 15th region something to strive for. If yeah. you want to be like a Shelby Valley in 2010, if you want to be a Paintsville yeah. in 1996, you better get your butt in the gym. You know, you see players like Steph Curry in the NBA right now that doesn't have all the athleticism in the world, but he lives in the gym. And he and he shoots the ball well, and they're beating players like LeBron and all these other guys. Live in the gym like Elijah Justice did. Yeah, yeah. Those boys played Ballard down there. And those Ballard guys were bigger, a lot of them looked stronger, but they played together, they had played all their life together, practiced together, lived in the gym, and they got it done. And a lot of these teams have got to understand, sometimes you've got to give up that movies on Friday night and go to the gym until 12 a.m. to get this done. You have to do that. That's the stuff you yeah, have you to gotta do. Yeah, you've got to give up sleeping in on Saturdays to get up at 6 and go work out. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's stuff you have to do. So, no, I do not want the Sweet 16 to go because I love the Sweet 16. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I've been to it th- two or three times, and every single time I go, I'm always entertained. And now Pikeville's going, and I'm loving it even more. So, yeah. absolutely. There you go. All right. Gentlemen, we got to do it. Prognostication time prognostication yes we're not going to do it for every game we're going to do it just for ours okay all right pikeville versus north laurel laurel Uh, yes the fighting elijah justices (laughs) versus the fighting reed shepherds the fighting reed shepherds it is going to come down to the unbeatable offense all year long versus the unbeatable defense A lot of factors go into this game. Two mountain schools going head-to-head. 
Gentlemen, yeah, I'm going there to... are a few mountains in Laurel County. I've seen them. I've seen them too. Yeah. All right, you guys comment who you think's going to win on here, and I'll read them out if I if I can here. But we're going to start. Doug, this is your baby. Take over. All right. I, I here's the thing. I th- I think defense travels. I think North Laurel might overlook Pikeville a little bit, uh, and I think it's their first time in Rupp Arena playing. And and you know I've been on it. I've been on a coaching staff where we've took kids through Arena, and it's yeah, we've it's not an easy place. Yeah, Rupp can swallow you up quick. Yeah. Oh man, if you let it, like, and you know it in warmups. You can yeah. look at their faces and go, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that, that's not a slag on any kid. No, it's I mean, not. I could imagine being out well, there doing. I felt that way, and I was thirty five years old, and seeing all the banners hanging up there. Yeah, <laughs> see, you know the big UK in the middle of the floor. You know that, that's intimidating. So I'm going Pikeville by four. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Bub, I'm going to let you finish it, and you better do a good job. <laughs> but, all right, we played Turner Buttry this year yeah. from Bowling Green, who's a Division One signee. Yeah. And some big boys over there from Bowling Green. Yeah. A top ten team in the state. Yeah. This team is nowhere near as tall, but they do spread the ball out better mm-hmm. and shoot better. And, yes, they whooped our butts last year. We've said it many times, completely different team. Mm-hmm. I think Lathan Hall comes out here on a mission. I think that the hatred of everybody around here for Pikeville fuels these boys. And, you know, here's another thing, too. Elijah Justice went up against Ryan Harrow that went to U.K., went up against Jared Paulson that went to U.K. when he went on his run uh, and absolutely just gave him the business. Yeah. This guy knows what he's doing against these D1 players. He was a And D1 they're not intimidated. That team yeah. is not intimidated yeah. by anybody. Yeah. They're not going to walk in there and go, oh, wow, I'm intimidated. So, I think that Pikeville shocks the world. Riley Sammons is going to make – I don't think it's going to be that much of a shock. Five – yeah, it's not going to be a shock to me. Five or six threes. I think the next game they win yeah. will be a shock. <laughs> if, what, if they win the next Dude. game, we're going <laughs> – if they win the next game, that's that's biblical. You know, awesome. that, that's that's David and Goliath yeah. stuff. Hold They're on beatable. now, hold on. But now. yeah, we, we're not hold looking on. ahead. But I, yeah, hold on now. I ain't gonna go that far. It'd be a huge upset, but I ain't gonna go that far, boys. I don't know if it's that huge of an upset. I don't think it will be that huge of an upset. But anyway, what over GRC? Well, it's an upset, but I just think they've been ranked low all year. Yeah, but anyway, we're going to get to this game. I'm going to say this. I think Pikeville. We'll pull it out after Riley Sammons makes three threes to start the second half in a row. <laughs> if that actually happens, that's going to be hilarious. But yeah. yeah, After he makes three threes in a row in the second half, and Pikeville wins this one and holds on and wins by eight, it'll be 68-60 to 60 Pikeville. It's got to be higher scored than that, surely. I think our defense gets to him. I think Reed's going to get about 20, 25. Now, if I had to throw a score out with my prediction, I said win by four. Yeah. I would say 70. 74 76, to 70. 72. 76, 72. Yeah. All right, Bub, take us home. All right. Picture this. Okay. <laughs> Late in the game, Elijah gets the boys in for a huddle. He calls timeout. Ten seconds left to go. Elijah gets in there and sets sets a play up. Yeah. He's going to use Riley Sammons as a decoy. <laughs> the entire team just looks back like, no, man, come on. 
And Elijah looks up and is like, what's the matter with you guys? <laughs> and Riley Simons looks at Elijah and goes, I'll make it. You know that most kids haven't seen Hoosiers, right? <laughs> I don't care. Okay. If you haven't seen Hoosiers, that's your fault. <laughs> and Elijah says, or not Elijah, but uh, Riley says, I'll make it. Yeah. They set him up for a three in the corner. He hits the three at the buzzer, and Piper wins by two. Wow, what score? 63-61. 63-61. See, the thing is, Doug, the I, reason I, was I, think, I say if it's going to – if we're going to win, I think it's going to be a 60 If game. we shoot the ball well, we'll score in the 70s. Yeah. yeah we will. But and, and, and that team – I'm trying to use my head because that team averages almost 80 points a game. Yeah. And a successful night is holding them to a 65, 65-68-70. And if we shoot the ball well, totally winnable game. Ronald Kidd says Pikeful wins, and LaDonna Justice, Pikeful all day. So I know a lot of people are probably working or doing other things. I know that they're rooting for the Panthers well. A lot of people have picked Pikeful to win this game. Mm-hmm. A lot more than I thought. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not the most people that are more people. There's more people. I'd say if you looked at the areas where everybody's picking North Oil, I guarantee yeah. you it's Pike County. Yeah. There's probably more people yeah. picking North Oil. In Pike County than there is in Laurel County. Somebody could have a big game. Nick Robinson, because listen, when, when Warwick's drives, people help off Nick's guy because yeah. he's under the basket, right? Yeah. you got to stop the ball. That's why he gets layups sometimes, right? If yeah. you see Nick points, get like Nick Robinson get eight or ten early, that's what's going on. Listen, what, against really, Bowling Green, when we, you know, that was the biggest school we've probably played all year as far as ranking goes. Who was the guy that kept us in that game? It was Nick yeah, Robinson. Yeah, and really, that, we should have won that game. Yeah, yeah but getting back to what Jr. said, but I, I've said it before. I think that you, if uh, Reed Shepard gets his, you know, if he gets between 20 and 25, yeah. and the rest of the team has to score 35 points to beat us. I like yeah. this, yeah. I like that. I do, too. I do, okay. too. Absolutely. Uh, I like that because I, I like our defensive matchups. With the exception, you know, and that's kind of remains to be seen, and it's nothing against Lathan because God knows he can play defense. But, you know, that's Reed Shepard on the other side of him. So that kind of remains to be seen. But I think our four is better than their other four. Lathan, okay. time to step up, young man. It's time to step you up. Suck you suck on defense, see a couple Lathan. different guys guard him. Um, I mean, I know Tate, on him. Yeah. Tate will I probably would. step in there, but, I mean, Lathan mm-hmm. is – He's taking that responsibility. You know, another Hoosiers reference here. I put Lathan on him and say, I want to know what flavor of bubblegum he's chewing by the time the end of the game comes. All right, guys. No false endings. It's the end of the show. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, Bruce Walters, Auto Group, and Faith Pharmacy, and all of our other sponsors. We love you guys. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you to all of our fans. We love you all. You guys uh, are great. Tim Hall said, Reed's a different animal. So, thanks for watching, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Uh, yes. Oh, well, that is false. false well, I have to. Uh, uh, is Lathan and Reed are really close friends? Well, guess what? I, they need to be mortal enemies <laughs> in two days. Those guys actually yeah. do know each other. They yeah, play. Tim. Tell Lathan to go steal Reed's girlfriend or something. <laughs> <laughs> they played uh, in the summers together. <laughs> but Tell him to go read, steal Reed's girlfriend and slap his mom. Uh, <laughs> Good Lord, that's a little going too far. Dude. This is state tournament. <laughs> All right. Anyway. False Santa number three. I did that on purpose. Yeah, I know you did. But anyway. <laughs> All right. So, I already did the thank yeah. you to our fans. All right. Uh, get out and watch your boys. Wednesday at 830. It will be on the NFHS yep. network if you can't make it. If and it you, is If you sign up and pay for it, false ending number four. If you sign up and pay for it, don't forget to cancel it afterwards. It will charge you every single month. 
Watch out for that. Okay. Yeah. Ed, so as soon as you get it, go to your uh, subscriptions and and yeah. Let's hope John Collum goes to the Sweet Six. Yes. Yes, thank you, Doug. You saved me right Doug there. at the bottom. Yeah, that would have been bad luck going into a state tournament. Doug and Doug, uh, Blake Branham said, we contain the other players. We win. Absolutely. Uh, so, thank you, Blake, for watching. You're a little late, brother. But, all right, that's it. We're done. Thank you to the loaders. We love you guys. That's five. Uh, and, you know, we got a couple more episodes left, and then we're going to let you guys get a vacation. Yeah. All right. So, Doug, make your fettuccine. Yep. Bub, let's go to Subway. And at the end of the day... Let's win state and hail Pockful.